Do you lack motivation to keep getting into the gym? Do you lack structure with your fitness routine? Do you keep doing the same thing over and over again and, and getting the same exact result? If that sounds like you, then I want you guys to make sure that you go check out my brand new revamped 10 week program because so many people struggle with a lack of motivation. They struggle with a lack of structure, but we make sure that we start off the program by getting very clear on what is the exact goal that you want to achieve. Then we determine the strategy. We determine the two or the three things that are the most important things that you need to do every single week in order to achieve that goal. And then I help you hold you accountable every single week, week after week to make sure you're actually making progress. Like I don't let my clients go more than a few weeks if they're not continuing to make progress to their goals. So make sure you guys check out my brand new 10-week program at nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs. Again, nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs. That way you can go from a lack of motivation to being able to jump out of bed every single morning. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fitness Goal Friday. I'm super stoked that you guys are here with me today. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that I'm super passionate about and something that's super, 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 super practical, like something that you should be taking notes on because I'm going to have like five bullet points that I really want you to, to write down and to remember because this is something that I coach in my program. Like This is literally what you would pay me to do for you. And I'm going to give it to you now for free so that you can start to take action on it because it's so, so important. I'm going to give you actually six bullet points on how to define your success indicator. But before I do that, I want to make sure that you guys learn more about my 10-week program. Go to nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs, and you're going to see two different options. You're going to see if you're in Nashville, how to do it in person because there's a, there's a group starting on May 31st where I'm going to have 12 people all going after a goal themselves. We're going to meet two times a week in person on Tuesday and Thursday mornings at 5 a.m. And if you're saying 5 a.m., holy crap, that's too early, that's about what 90% of the people would say before going into my program. But now that's like everybody's favorite part because they feel, look, misery loves company. And when you feel miserable getting up at 4.15 or 4.30 in the morning to go work out and you come to work out with everybody who's feeling that same way, you're gonna build a bond with that person so much more quickly than if you just like hung out and drank a beer, right? You're going to form the best relationships with people when you're going through something challenging with them. And the friendships that people form, like it, and I'm almost getting like emotional, like the friendships that people form through doing the 10 week program together has been one of the coolest things for me to be able to see. And it's a byproduct that I didn't necessarily expect, right? Like. I knew going into it that I was going to love people seeing people achieve their goals because that's what I want. And I love helping coach people to their goals and, and seeing people achieve what they didn't believe they could achieve. And that's all amazing. But the byproduct of people have forming camaraderie and forming a bond and forming friendships that now they want to go have drinks together afterwards and, and they want to hang out afterwards. Like that to me is one of the coolest things that I've been able to experience. So if you're here in Nashville and you want to do May 31st, then go to nickcarrier.com slash 10 week programs. If you're not in Nashville, same thing, nickcarrier.com slash 10 week programs. And you can sign up with me virtually. We can have zoom accountability calls every single week. So I can make sure you're on track and, and we'll go through the exact step that I'm getting ready to bring you through today. So one more time, nickcarrier.com slash 10 week programs, nickcarrier.com slash 10 week programs. For now, let's learn how to define your success indicator. So the first step that I have people do is what I talked about uh, last episode and create your best you goal, create your big. You're essentially trying to find what your why is, why you want to achieve what you achieve, how you're going to be thinking about yourself differently, how you're going to be seeing yourself differently, what you're going to be doing differently on a daily basis, what it is that you want to avoid, all that good stuff. If you missed last week's episode, then make sure you go back and, and listen to create your big, your best you goal. 
I want you to find that though. That's your goal conceptually. So like a lot of people might say something like, I want to be in the best shape of my life, or I want to be a good role model for my kids, or I want to start forming habits that can set me up for success later on in life. And I'm like, boom, I freaking love that. All about it. Great. Why? But what does being in the best shape of your life actually mean? Like, how will you know when you've achieved the best shape of your life? How will you know when you've achieved set being a good role model for your kids? How will you know when you've achieved set, setting good habits for the future? And that's a really hard question to answer, right? Because they're super conceptual. So what the success indicator is, is we create something that indicates to you that you've been successful with being in the best shape of your life. That indicates to you that you've been successful with being a good role model for your kids. That indicates to you that you've been successful with forming habits that set you up for success. And so for everybody, that can be a little bit different. You know, some people, it is the number on the scale. Some people like the best shape of my life is getting down from 190 pounds to 175 pounds. Some people, it's I want to run a faster mile. Some people, it's I want to decrease my best you challenge time. Some people, it's I want to increase my my mobility and my flexibility. You know, it could be any it could be any number of things. But the great thing about it is you get to define what it is yourself. You get to define how you want to define success, how you want to indicate to yourself that you've been successful. But it has to go through these six steps. I'm going to go through them real quickly and then break each one down. It has to be worthy. It has to be winnable. It has to start with a verb. It has to have a starting line, a finish line, and a deadline. So if you're in your car, you're going to want to re- run this back and listen to it later so you can take notes. But if, if you're sitting down somewhere and you have access to a pen and pencil, you have access to the notes section on your phone, write those down. Again, I'm going to break them down here, here real quick. So I'm going to use de- losing weight, like dropping from 190 to 175 pounds as the example for you guys. It needs to be number one, worthy. It needs to be a weight that you would be fired up about achieving. It needs to be like if, if, if you got on to 275 pounds, would you be fired up? Would that be meaningful for you? Would that be impactful for you? And if the answer is yes, then boom, it checks it off. It's worthy. If you're trying to decrease your one mile runtime, is it, is it a decrease enough that fires you up? Is, is um, doing more pull-ups, is that worthy enough to use? That's something that actually fires you up. And if the answer is no, if it doesn't light a fire in you now, it's not going to light a fire in you when you're three weeks into your plan. So it has to be worthy. Number two is kind of the balance of it. It has to be winnable. It has to be something that you truly believe that you can achieve. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about belief next week. So I want you to make sure that you tune in for next week because it's super, super key on how to increase belief in yourself. But winnable means you have to believe that it's winnable. You have to believe that you can actually achieve it. So for example, a lot of people will come in saying they want to lose 20 pounds in 10 weeks. And I've had people lose 20 pounds in 10 weeks, but those people have been super dedicated, super committed and crushed every single week. A lot of, and they've had the weight to lose, if you will. But a lot, of, a lot of people, 20 pounds is not winnable. It's not something that you can do. So you have to scale it back to something that's, tr- that's something you truly believe. And that's what I've really found to be almost universal about people setting goals is people almost have two lofty goals to start. And you always hear, you should have lofty goals. And, and you should, but if you don't believe that you're gonna achieve it, you're not gonna take the action necessary to actually make it happen. So it has to be winnable. So for, you know, again, with the weight, you have to find a number. If you're trying to decrease your weight from 190, you have to find that number. Is it 175? Is it 180? What's, is it worthy? Is it winnable? Is it enough that makes me fired up? Is it, enough, is it a certain amount that I actually believe I can achieve? And, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, I'll stick with that. Stick with maybe 10 pounds in 10 weeks. It's a very baseline goal. That's not easy by any means, 
but it's worthy, right? But I also think it's very winnable for most people now. It obviously depends on where you're coming from, but I'm going to stop there with winnable. Number three is it has to start with a verb because a verb sparks action. So again, if, if it's going to be weight, it's decrease my weight from 190 to 175 pounds by a specific date. And that brings me uh, to four, five, and six. It has to have a starting line, a finish line, and a deadline. You have to know where you currently stand. You have to know where you want to finish, and you have to have a deadline in order to build out your strategy appropriately. So for example, I'm doing a one-mile run goal right now. I said I want to run a faster mile. I had to know where I currently stood with my current run time, and that's where I ran it, and I did a exactly a 504.81, so five minutes, four seconds, 81 milliseconds. So that was my starting line. My original goal was actually just going to do a, a sub-five-minute mile, but I was like, well, I'm only a few seconds away from that. I think I can go lower, and that's when we had the conversation with my running coach, and he said, I think 450 would be good, and I was like, but 445 just sounds a whole lot better, and the conversation there was is 450 would have been probably worthy for me, but 445 was a whole lot more worthy. That was going to fire me up a whole lot more. And my, as long as my coach still thought it was winnable, then I was in. So it was worthy, it was winnable. I knew where I started. We set that finish line because the finish line drives your strategy because my running paces are, are, a very, are very specific to my run goal. Like I'm, I'm running my laps, my 200, 300, 400 meter, 500 meter, 600 meter, 800 meter runs very specifically to the pace that I would want to run my goal time in. And so, for example, if you want to lose 20 pounds in 20 weeks, that's going to, that strategy is going to look a whole lot different than 20 pounds in a year, right? And so starting line, finish line, deadline is huge when creating your strategy because it's going to manipulate the strategy. And the deadline is super huge because of the strategy and it's super huge because it drives urgency. I'm two and a half weeks from when I'm currently filming this, I'm two and a half weeks away from running my mile and I have a whole lot of urgency that I have got to keep going, that I've got to keep pushing. And that urgency drives my motivation and it drives the action that I take. So just to break it down one more time, define your success indicator with six things. Write these things down, apply it now because it's so, so key. Has to be worthy, has to be a number that's meaningful for to you. Has to be winnable, has to be a number that you... Feel like you truly, you truly believe that you can achieve. Has to have a verb, spark action. Has to have a starting line. You have to know where you currently stand. It has to have a finish line in order to help drive strategy. And it has to have a deadline to help create a sense of urgency for yourself. So I hope you guys start to apply this today. I hope you define your success indicator because this can be super important to getting you closer to your goal and getting you closer and closer to your best you. You.